Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, which is Thoughts by DeVille D.I., and I am your favorite host, DeVille D.I. You can laugh all you want, but I'm going to keep saying it until it is true. And you're here again, so it must be some truth to it. Now, today is Wednesday, May the 8th, and depending on what time you listen to this, this may have already happened or may be in the processes of happening as we speak. Uber. Yes, Uber. Now, I know y'all saying, DeVille, DeVille, you've been talking about Uber a lot lately. Relax. Uber been giving me mad stories this week, so I'm going to keep rolling with it. Uber and Lyft have planned to go on strike today. And uh, it is going to go in effect, or it has went to effect, whichever were 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's right, rush hour. They're shutting things down during rush hour. Now, in some places, some states, they plan on going a full 24 hours on uh, on strike. And the things that what uh, they're striking about is uh, guaranteed, what is it, like a guaranteed commission rate, um, guaranteed a guaranteed minimum wage, additional benefits. Uh, they want to be classified as employees instead of contractors because them being classified as contractors eliminates uh, Uber and Lyft's responsibility to give them certain benefits. Now, I'm just speculating, but I'm guessing the whole minimum wage thing is that they they want to be guaranteed a certain amount of pay if they're working regardless if you get rides or not because to my understanding you get paid based on the rides that you take you know they they the rate goes by uh the, the mileage uh mileage on the trip and uber takes a percentage you get the other percentage and you are responsible for paying your own taxes now this came as a shock to me because i've never met a uber driver who was complaining about what they got paid all the Uber drivers that I had a conversation with, and like I said, I took I took Uber for a year, like a year straight while my car was down. Um, and yeah, my car, it's a long story, but just for y'all that may be new and haven't heard me say it before, uh, my car was on a recall for the engine, and the engine was on back order. So my car sat for like a year, eight months to a year, somewhere up in there, and I had no vehicle to drive. So I was taking Uber daily. So I had a lot of conversations with Uber drivers. And I never heard one say that it was a bad gig. Most of them said, you know, that it is what you make out of it. If you work it like a real job, you know, you'll make your money. And, like, I was talking to a young man Monday who was telling me about, you know, some days he has days where he makes 200 a day. And, you know, he tries to get around. Um, He tries to get around. I think he said like a 1000 for the week or something like that but um one thing that i have to i I have to kind of snub my nose at the situation of being that you know when you went into this you knew what you were signing up for not no diss to any uber drivers or anything but 
you have to hold a certain amount of responsibility when you go into a situation, especially if you know if the I don't know if they were, but especially if the company is being transparent about how things go and how your pay is going to go and how your compensation is going to go, then you can't really be too upset about that when um if you're not making the money that you want to make or that you feel you should be making. And I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think when Uber, the inception of Uber, that they had in mind that people were going to work this as like their full-time job. I thought this was looked, was viewed as a way, you know, to kind of supplement your income, you know, during your spare time and your, your downtime. You know, you can go log in and, and make you some extra money, but... I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm going to keep my ear to the road, pun intended, and just see what I can keep finding out about it, man. But I hope that none of y'all are struggling getting a ride to work today. If that um, if that strike is going on and for the next 24 hours, I hope that everybody is, is able to move freely the way that they want to <laughs> because that's that's major. Especially if you think about rush hour, that's probably one of the peak, one of their peak times, you know, for giving people rides. Because a lot of times you can get a ride home from work, but getting that ride to work is a mother. So, yeah, doing, shutting it down during that peak time. And I think the rates are higher during that time, too. So, you know, the company's not going to make any money. They're not going to be making any money. But, you know, there are going to be some sneaky drivers out there who is like, you know, screw this. I'm going to go get all this cash while everybody else is sitting at home. And I can't say that that's not the smart thing to do. I mean, definitely, if everybody else is going to shut it down and you're that one lone Uber driver covering the territory, you probably make a killing that day. You run yourself to death. But, yeah. Um, and <laughs> But, yeah, that's, I just wanted to drop that little uh, tidbit on there. And we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Now, this is another story that I just learned about. Apparently, in several states, there's a push to push Bible literacy into public schools. Yeah, now, I've, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times that we need to put God back into the school systems, especially living down here in Georgia, you know, down here in the Bible Belt, where a lot of people are just uber religious. But, um... They've been getting a lot of pushback on this bill. Now, <clears throat> it is proposed, um, from what I understand, as an elective class. So it's not a mandatory class, seems like, that you have to take, but just an elective that you can choose to take if you want to. Now, the VLDI does not have a problem with that. But the VLDI thinks that if you're going to do that, then... Why can't we just open it up as like a world religions history type of situations? Because contrary to popular belief, everybody in America is not a Christian. Now, I know some of y'all not going to like that. But, yeah, there's uh, Jewish people here. There's Muslims. There's Hindus. There's, you know, all types of different religions. And that's one of the great things that this country was uh, supposed to be based on, you know, that freedom to uh express and practice whatever religion that you choose to so when you're talking about uh the public school this is a damn helicopter what is the ghetto bird 
the ghetto bird out. There's somebody out here running from the police right now because this helicopter, I'm going to have to contact the city because this is really annoying and, and, and messing up my show right now. But <laughs> either way, we're going to keep this thing rolling. Um, What was I saying? Yeah, there's, this, this, this country was founded on one of, one of the key things was religious freedoms. So when you're talking about public schooling, you're talking about a school that everybody, you know, uh, are paying taxes for their children to attend. So we do have to represent everybody if we're going to take this into an educational level into the schools. And I have no problem with just offering all of these classes or it could be one classes that dabbles into or teaches all, you know, all of this just a world religions type of class, elective class that you can take if you choose to. Because unless the goal is to prophesize to these youth, you know, basically to try to, um, I guess, push Christianity on the, the, the school kids. If that's not the goal, then, hey, we let's teach it all. And um, I know, you know, being in an elective is one of those things like people are going to say, well, if you don't want to learn about it, then just don't take the class. Okay, yeah, that's cool. But if we're going to give options to one we need to give options to all. And um, I mean, and then, you know, with all those things they're talking, like I, I spoke on a while back on one of my podcasts uh, that they were teaching boys can have periods too for uh, non-binary or I think it's called non-binary and transgender children. So basically what they were saying is, is you know, if, a, if, if a, the child was born a female but identifies as a male, that that boy will have a period too and they're basically putting it in front of the kids before you know they're faced with the situation that they and they have no understanding of it because you know this kid that they may have known since kindergarten as a boy you know uh, um, all of a sudden starts bleeding and they don't get why this kid is bleeding and they're not and that type of stuff now i'm not saying putting out there like you know i'm just pro whatever but i am pro do whatever the fuck you want to do so if you (laughs) if you're going to teach one thing you know you got to open up the spectrum you can't just say we're going to teach this and only teach this uh that's just not that's just not right but so i mean you know if you're going to teach bible teach quran teach torah teach book of the dead teach everything then and just make it a world religion class so everybody can get a greater understanding of of the religious books out there i mean because like i said if the goal is not to push the religion uh on people or you know to to uh what was the word i use other i don't it don't matter but you know if it's if it's basically not a a class that is going to be geared toward just like having church at school basically is what i'm trying to say then yeah let's open up and let's teach everybody everything everybody who wants to get this information let's give them information on all of it that we want and one of the greater things that i i'm thinking about myself though is while we're doing all this to push this into the school bibles and religion and whatever religion that it is i mean they have schools for that they have schools that are christian schools they have schools that are muslim schools and jewish schools that you can choose to put your child in for this type of education but 
why aren't why aren't we pushing to teach finances at a better level in in school? Why aren't we, you know, trying to teach kids uh, um, about money? Why don't they want to teach us about money? Why are we not teaching entrepreneurship and and things like that in school? Now I know there are in private schools they're teaching this, and I know in charter schools and things like that they're teaching this. But hey, just give it to the public. You feel me? We're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back. Now, this next subject I'm going to talk about, man, it's something I pulled off of uh, Facebook. And there's a young man on there. Um, Should I mention his name? I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he wants that attention. But it was a post that I saw shared on Facebook that kind of. I ain't going to say it rubbed me the wrong way, but it just kind of, it was like, huh? It was a hum moment. It made DeVille think. So, I'm going to share some of it with you. Not all of it. But it says, imagine being Diddy, almost 50, and having one of the longest Playboy phases ever, and the woman you love dies suddenly. Then you have to admit to yourself and the world you loved her and wasted her years because you thought you had time. Imagine being Nipsey. 33 and you know lauren is a woman is the woman for you but y'all are taking y'all's time because you're young and you think you have time to pace yourselves in your relationship then you get killed y'all can have that married forever type of love but you were pacing yourselves okay 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 now basically what it says and then you get down to the end i'm gonna skip over a lot of it and it says um basically like stop wasting time now what is implying is that even though these people had long uh, loving relationships you know even though we may not understood the relationship that they had that even though they had these relationships and that they were happy with what they had going on that somehow in some shape or fashion they wasted their time wasted these women's time because they didn't get married now this is this is something that uh i i don't get it is now number one i know it's pandering to the community of mostly the religious community that push you know those people that push you know marriage very heavily and i understand that if that's your thing that's your thing do what you want to do but I'm not under. I'm not, what I don't get is like what did, what did they, what did they really miss out on? Okay, this man. Let's let's run with Nip for uh, Nipsey for the example. Him and this woman had a great relationship, loving relationship. They were happy. He was gunned down. What did they miss out on? If they had have taken the vows, they had jumped the broom and they had gotten married. Wouldn't he still be gunned down now? I'm not saying that to be, you know, uh, a butthole. I'm just saying that these people chose to live their life and conduct their relationships in a manner that made them happy. So who are we to step in? And why are we always stepping in trying to just doodle on somebody's parade and somebody's good time? Because they're not living their life the way that we think they should. And like I said, I know a lot of this is just pandering for the attention on Facebook. I mean... That's why 
when I did my relationship series, I let it be known off the rip. This is not going to be one of those relationship series where I'm going to come out and say everything that women want to hear. Even though that probably would have took my podcasting career to another level, it probably would have skyrocketed me. I mean, that's the that's the easy route to take if you listen podcasters. If you want to gain a lot of attraction and a lot of attention, talk about relationships, but just tell people everything that they want to hear, and you, I guarantee you, you will skyrocket. But that's why I was like, I'm not going to do that. I, I I refuse to do that. I'm going to tell you. My perspective, how I think about things, how I feel about things. And if you haven't checked that out, you can go just put in your search bar, uh, Hearts of Men, and you know, all was it five episodes of that that I did or pop back up. And I'm thinking about doing some more. I'm actually thinking about adding a couple more to it, you know, and you know, as different topics come to my head. But <clears throat> that's I'm kind of getting off of my, where I was going. But, I mean, it's just easy. To sum it up, it's basically like, why why try to tell people that the way that they're living is wrong if they're happy? Based, wrong based off what? Based off what you believe. You understand what I'm saying? We can't force people to believe what we believe. And that is one of my ultimate, one of the things that I had to come to the hard realization of a few years back. When I was actually, you know, with my daughter's mom and we were married and everything, that was a hard realization that I had to come to. You cannot force other people to believe what you believe or to feel the way that you feel about certain things. People have differences of apparent of opinions. And the fact of the matter is that if that man and that woman, whatever man and woman that we're talking about that you don't understand or like their relationship, if they've met each other and they're on an agreement and they're happy with the way that they're living their life, that's just even more sign to me that they have found the person that they should be with and that they're they're doing things the way they should do it. Get over yourself, people, and start trying to tell people how to live their own how to live their lives. Next subject <coughs> Now, this story right here really made my butt itch. Now, first of all, I'm going to give a salute to this young man, Cal Denny. Now, Cal Denny is a young entrepreneur, quit his job at Foot Locker, published his book, self-published his book, made over $50,000, has went all over the world speaking, telling his story, and now he has a free online author slash speaker training and it's going on this week so if you're interested in that you might want to sign up now as i was reading this and i was like oh man that's dope i'm saluting this brother young uh african-american brother and i was proud i was like dang that's dope and then i made the mistake the, the hideous mistake of going into the comment section and that's where the negativity came in man there were several people who found it necessary to mention that he was dating a white girl and the exact comment was he's with the white girl just so y'all know several people posted this now why in the hell <clears throat> do people find it necessary to mention that it's like they're trying that's just a, a, a show of 
how negativity will creep into any positive space if the door is left open. <clears throat> because you want to take, what, the, what you're attempting to do is take away from this brother's moment. You're attempting to take away from his shine. You're attempting to uh, 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 downplay him because of the fact of who his preference is or who he chose today. So are they trying to say, you're, you, you're, are you trying to influence us not to support this young man as a community, as a whole? Because of his dating choice, choice, that's real bogus. And I hate to see people do that. I mean, yes, I am the Mr. Do whatever you want to do. So, yeah, they can do that. They can do that. But it's like, why? I like to try to understand the why behind things. And it's like, it's no, it's no legit reason for you to drop the hate on this man. But I just want to take a second to give Mr. Cal Denny his props. And y'all should go over there, uh, follow him on the gram at uh cal denny and uh sign up for that free author and speaking course if you're interested in it man and show this guy some support like those videos man and let's raise him up for a member not just of the african-american community but just a young man in general that is out here and stepped up and is doing the right thing in a day and the age where so many of our young people are just going you know just wilding out and so many people just are they just wanted just want to feast in negativity let's salute these young men and women that are out here doing something great so yeah y'all go over and show that boy some support but enough of that because y'all didn't come here for that y'all came here for some discipline and that's exactly what i'm gonna give you <clears throat> discipline of the day and this came from a conversation i had earlier listen you have to be disciplined enough to realize when you're sitting and you're complaining about your career, you're complaining about your job, you hate it, you don't want to work there, my job sucks, your job is so much better than mine. Remember, you picked that job. You picked that career. When you went to sign up for your application, there was probably a long list of positions in there that you could have uh, went for. There was probably a long list of job listings that you could apply for you chose that particular job now i'm not talking at the people to uh you know you may be in transitioning you may have taken the first job that you could get because you have a family to support and you need that job whatever it may be until a better opportunity comes along i'm not talking about you guys i'm talking about these people who have gotten these careers or these jobs and they're just sitting there and you're waking up every day you're hating to go to work. You can't stand going to work, but you're not doing anything about it. Be disciplined enough to shut up, zip it up, zip, zip it up, and do something about it, man. Update your resume. Take some courses. Take some classes. Get some certifications. There is absolutely a way where there is a will, no matter what circumstances you are under, man. <clears throat> How many stories have you heard of people who were went from sleeping in their cars from sleep i know a guy right now who has a full-time job that is sleeping in his vehicle because he's trying he fell on hard times and he's trying to get his money together to get him a place but no at this point actually he had a, he has a hotel room he, he was able to get into an extended stay and he's working on getting into his own apartment if that guy's not making no excuses, if that guy's not whining and complaining, then why the hell are you whining and complaining, man? You chose that job, and you're choosing to stay in that position. And I don't want to sound fussy, but I'm fussing. Don't do that. 
don't sit around and bitch and whine and moan about your situation if you're not willing to do anything to change your situation because there are a million and one options and after the day uber may be one of them uber may be hiring you know if you see <laughs> with that strike going on uber may be looking for some new ride share um contractors out there man but not to make a joke of it but remember you chose that and you're choosing to stay there do something about it thank you for tuning in to the video thought no that's not how we end the show use this information however you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference my friend now get you some breakfast because you're going to be out there getting shit done and making a move on that career that job that you hate so much right you're going to do something about it right mm -hmm. thank y'all for tuning in man i love each and every last one of y'all i'm out of here peace